We are back with the SQ Sports NFL Podcast. I am Shane alongside Jack. How we doing? How we doing? Uh, I'm great. I'm feeling great about myself. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Tough, tough week one for the Giants. Um, all in all, though, I'm glad football's back. We're back in the swing of things. I know. Let's get it. I'm One, ready. Like uh, 20 straight, 20 straight weeks of NFL football, uh, or 19, something like that. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna basically uh, cover cover most of these games. Talk about the top performers, what we like, what we didn't like. Obviously, everyone loves to overreact to Week One. Yeah. Um, sure, yeah. So I guess we can quickly touch on the uh, pitiful game that was on Thursday night between the Packers and Bears. Felt like a, Dude. a century ago, but uh, I don't know. Being so jacked up for football and then getting getting that game was, was kind of disappointing. Well, if you if you like punts, it was it was a fun game for punters, I guess. Exactly. You know what? It. I mean, two teams from the Midwest. It honestly felt like a Big Ten football game. Yeah, for real. It was it was like there should have been at least like seven feet of snow on the ground. Is yeah. really how the game went. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so obviously the Mitch Mitch Trubisky haters are in full force. Twenty six for forty five, two twenty eight, zero touchdowns, a pick. Um, I'm I wasn't very I was never very high on Trubisky. I think he's a very average quarterback. So this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. That didn't. It, that performance didn't shock me. Well, he's just he's just so extremely inaccurate. And it showed. It showed in that game. He was thrown behind players. He was mistiming routes. I mean, his accuracy was just so off that game. And what sucks about it, if you're a Bears fan, at this point, you know Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes were taking 10th and 12th in the same draft. You already know they're better players than, you know, Mitch Trubisky. And you also gave up two third-round picks and a fourth-round pick just to get him. Just straight up one spot and obviously the third-round pick or third-overall pick. But, I mean... Wow. He looks terrible. And that defense is obviously a top-tier defense, which means the offense is going to see the field quite often, which, I mean. Yeah, I, I mean, so I'm not selling my stock on the Bears just because of the defense. Uh, they held the Packers to 10 points, Aaron Rodgers to 10 points. Uh, they just couldn't score. So it clearly isn't the problem. Um, but yeah, I, Trubisky's going to have to be way better if the Bears uh, want to contend for a playoff spot. Uh-huh. But who who knows, too, because, um, I mean, David Montgomery really didn't see the field that much. They had Mike Davis going in for, I mean, I'm, I'm, don't hold me to it, but he might have gotten more snaps at Montgomery because he was on the field pretty often. He was, yeah. I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, but yeah. who knows, he might develop better. And Yeah, I feel, like, uh, I feel like it, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of ways, like we saw a Singletary in Buffalo, uh, rookie running backs, I feel like it takes him a few weeks to, like, Exactly. Exactly. Um, Except for Josh Jackson, I think he was a little bit of an anomaly, but we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that guy. Um, yeah, I guess really not much else to say on the Thursday night game. Allen Robinson, even with the poor play from Trubisky, went over 100 yards. So uh-huh. it's a nice fantasy lookout there. Yeah. Um, ball, ball dominant receiver too. I think he had what seven receptions, eight receptions. Yeah. Good for yeah. PPR. Exactly. But uh. uh I, I really do think, though, just one more thing about these teams. I really do think both of these teams will finish under 8-8 eight and eight this season. Really? That might be a bold prediction. But, yeah, they got to play the AFC West, which that's going to be hard to grab even two wins out of that division, given the Raiders, too, looked really w- well last night. 
Uh, granted, the Broncos might be a, a bottom-tier team if Flacco, you know, continues to underperform like he did. But going three and one against them is going to be way too hard. Even two and two, NFC East two, obviously Giants, Redskins are, are not as well, aren't going to do as well this year. Um, yeah, man, it's. So if, they got a tough schedule. <laughs> if you think they're going to both be under eight and eight, that means you either have the Lions or the Vikings winning the division. Yeah, I think I think Minnesota is top to bottom. I mean, and because their defense has been together for what? What is it now? Like four years. Their core de- defenders, Anthony Barr came back. I know they lost Sheldon Richardson. We'll get into it, but I think I think top to bottom. And Kirk Cousins coming into his second year. Uh, within the Mike Zimmer offense. I think they're going to be nice this year. Yeah, I agree. So let's move right on to that game. Uh, Vikings-Falcons is a 1 o'clock kick on Sunday. Uh, the Vikings dismantled them. Uh, they were up 28-0 at one point, finished 28-12. I think the main story here is Kirk Cousins only threw the ball 10 times. Uh, the Vikings were putting the ball on the ground. Dalvin Cook uh-huh. looked really nice. He had two touchdowns over 100 yards. I feel like this, this could be the recipe for success for the Vikings. Keep Cousins... Limited throwing the ball, just kind of hold the time of possession and let their defense do what they do. Yeah, no. I mean, Dalvin Cook looked very well. He looked like what we expected as soon as he came out. And he looks he looks in full force. I th- And people, the thing is, a lot. Of, there's a lot of Kirk Cousins haters out there, but last year was tied for his best record he ever finished on a team. So, I mean, and I only think it's uphill from here. Yeah. Experience. And obviously their receiving core, they just got Josh Doxson as well. A lot of people forget about that. I don't think he picked up. But um, yeah, obviously BC Johnson too as well. And Diggs and Thielen are obviously a top tier wide receiver duo. So they have the weapons. Um, Also Irv Smith, forgot about Irv Smith, drafted in the second round out of Alabama. Obviously he needs time to develop, but that offense could be very potent. And given, like I said, the NFC North is playing AFC West and NFC East, um, and yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough tough schedule. But I haven't finishing at ten and six, so I think yeah. I think. Uh, no, I would agree with that. I would agree with that prediction. I feel like this year for the Vikings, Kirk Cousins just has to focus on not losing them the game because they have uh-huh, so exactly. much so much talent around him. That as long as he's not going out there turning the ball over two three times a game. The Vikings are going to be in every single contest. Uh huh. Exactly. And I and I just one more thing on Kirk Cousins. I think just previously he was one of those quarterbacks, kind of like a Stafford, Flacco, or Eli, where like you know when it hit like the two minute and his team was down, he finally started playing. He finally started moving the offense. Whereas like this year he's starting out drives scoring touch or like you know first third drive scoring touchdowns, which is huge because. Guys like Eli, obviously, he he doesn't score until like the final three minutes of a half or final three minutes of, you know, when they're running hurry up in the defense. So, I mean, if he continues to do that, there's there's no reason why this team could be dominant. And we haven't even talked about the Falcons. Like, yeah, agreed. Like, what, the, what happened? Yeah, I, I, I do not know what happened. Uh, Matt Ryan turned the ball over twice. Monte uh, uh-huh. Freeman had less than 20 yards on the ground and a fumble. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, they just they just didn't look good. Uh huh. Well, obviously, young line first game you're going to go up against that defense. Um, but I mean, still, there's no there's no excuse. I know the defense is nice, but you have Matt Ryan, who is who, like obviously 
is a top 10 quarterback you know he's Agreed, yeah. borderline elite i know people might argue that but you know he's a solid quarterback. julio calvin ridley uh muhammad sanu austin hooper granted i think i think freeman is a very um overrated running back and i think I smith is not a solid backup yeah and i think they they might have drafted someone like really late the I think they could miss Tevin Coleman way more than. Coleman. Oh yeah, yeah, uh huh, yeah. Because I that was a big loss. Because I think Tevin Coleman, it, like the league is transitioning to you know backs that can catch it out of the backfield or line up as a receiver, and that's what Tevin Coleman was. And they yeah. just lost him because he obviously went to the unfortunate San Francisco, who always I guess picks up star running or potential breakout running backs right. to get hurt with Drake McKinnon, but. Yeah, man. They looked, and they might they might pick it up. It's only week one, like you know. Yeah. I could do again, but that that wasn't a good performance. But uh, it could, yeah. I think it'll show that Minnesota was just a very good defense. Very, yeah, I agree. I think the Falcons will pick it up. I'm not too worried about them. Um, one team I am worried about, maybe the biggest surprise of the weekend, uh, the Browns losing by 30 at home to the Titans after all the offseason hype. Baker Mayfield turned the ball over three times. Uh-huh. Al was wearing a three hundred fifty thousand dollar watch on his. Dude, <laughs> how are you? How are you gonna wear that and like just be like, I don't want people knowing about my watch. Like, dude, you just played with like some people's like three year earnings in one game. Yeah, it's like I don't want people to know about my watch, and you have like twenty studs on your wrist. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, are you worried about the Browns? Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because Odell Beckham Jr. just brings his terrible chemistry to a team, and he just brings his—he's like an Antonio Brown. He brings attention just yeah. to himself, and then he does stuff like this. And then in the media, he'll say statements, and then obviously the media's going to blow it up. This, that, this, that. Odell, this, and it's in the locker room, and it gives that locker room toxicity. And I think um, was it Freddie Kitchens? Yeah, I think he has no co- like. I don't think he's going to be able to contain that locker room if no, things do got to play. But it is only week one too. I think I really am high on Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield can take over for this team and kind of be a player coach himself. Because I don't know, Freddie. I, Kitt- I think there are just too many. There are too many personalities. Like between, I agree. I agree. Between Jarvis, Odell, Sheldon Richardson, Baker. Uh-huh. A lot of clashing personalities in that locker room. And yeah, I don't think Freddie Kitchens is the guy that can manage it. So that may be a problem. Um, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so I think a lot of it kind of has to be, uh, you turn to the Titans. Though. I give credit where credit's due. Um, that defense is awesome. That secondary is awesome. Malcolm Butler, Logan Ryan, former Patriots, uh-huh. and Kevin Byard. Kevin Byard might be the most slept on defensive player in the league. He's now the highest paid safety. And I feel like a lot of like football fans don't really know a lot about it. Oh yeah, hundred. Well, I mean, Tennessee is a smaller market team, so obviously smaller market people aren't gonna know about it. But he is the highest paid. And he's showing out for it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not a big Mariota fan, but oh, as long as he doesn't as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, I think it I think it goes along the same things with Kirk Cousins. You got a great defense, a solid running game. You don't turn the ball over, you're going to be in contests. And he proved that. Uh, uh-huh. Granted, they scored. They, they did score 21 points in the fourth quarter, though. It was it was a close game up until Baker like threw until, three interceptions. 
but that that O-line's looking weak. That Titans defense looked very nice. Jarrell Casey looked very nice. Um, offense, I mean, their O-line, I don't know, like, people won't, like, it doesn't show it in the stats, but Derrick Henry, that 75-yard catch, that screen. Yeah. yeah untouched. Like, untouched. that O-line, that O-line, you got to give credit to that. Derrick, Derrick Henry isn't, like, the fastest running back, like, but I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Um, so moving on to another AFC North team, the Baltimore Ravens, maybe with the best performance of the weekend. Granted, they did, they were playing the Dolphins, but they slapped them around 59 to 10. Lamar Jackson completely silenced the critics. Uh, QBR of 99.4, threw for 324 yards, five touchdowns. Uh, Mark Ingram got it done on the ground. Ravens all around looked solid. Granted, I will say again, it was against the Dolphins, but still. You play who's on your schedule, and they and they beat them up. Oh yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, who who do the Dolphins have? Because the Giant Giants drafted Avery Moss fifth round. Dude was like a plug-in player for like third downs at best. Like he never saw the field, and then we caught him this year like pretty late in um, the preseason. And then Dolphins pick him up and start him game one. Like, are you? Yeah. That's how bad the team is. That's how you know. And, and when you, yeah. And after game one, when half the locker room saying like, "I want to get out of here," this could be a historically bad team, you know. And they they traded away two of like their top ten best players at the beginning of the season. This could yep. be very bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that. I mean, you saw after Brian Flores has no control of the locker room. I mean. It, it was reported that multiple Dolphins request, were requesting trades right after the game. I mean, wow. I mean, I wouldn't like give up on your season, but I don't think the Dolphins are winning more than four games. Oh no, no, no way! I would, I'd be surprised if they won more than like two or three. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, but Mark Andrews looked really nice for the Raiders or the Ravens. Uh, uh-huh. Eight catches over a hundred and a touchdown. Uh, definitely a solid fantasy pickup if you snagged him in like the tenth on one of your leagues this year. Uh-huh. I I got him in one of mine. He's nice. I yeah. lot lots of receptions. Yeah, he's gonna be good in PPR. Um, I, and we'll just transition to another AFC North team, uh, the Steelers, who just got absolutely shellacked on Sunday night, um, thirty-three to three in Foxborough. I don't think Big Ben has ever won a game in Foxborough. Uh, There's a stat. Big Ben has seen more uh, banner raisings in Foxborough than he has in Pittsburgh. He's seen three in oh my God. two in Pittsburgh. That is so, that is hilarious. That's got to that's got to be somewhere in the back of his mind. Um, the one thing I will say about the uh, Steelers is so the Patriots love to take away your number one target. A lot of people were questioning. Obviously, the talent's there with Juju, but how would he handle the number one role? I mean, he had 80 yards, which against the Patriots who, who keen in on your top guy, it's not bad. So I think yeah. he's going to be just fine. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he won against arguably the best corner in the league and Stephon Gilmore. But, I mean, yeah, he's he's going to be – he's going to put up A-B numbers this year. Yeah, yeah I think he's got to be fine. Um, on the Patriots side, the, the amount of weapons they have is scary. Yeah. I know. And their line is always nice. Like, they've never not had a good O-line. Brady just just knows what to do. Yeah, he's going exactly. to outsmart any team. And 
look, he gets to play the Dolphins twice. That should be two easy ones. I don't know. Dolphins always pull some some weird some weird shit. Weird shit, yeah. And then Bills. I mean, that should be two Jets. easy does. And then Jets, like that's five and one or six now. Five and one at the minimum. Yeah, I know. Like, and that's what they've been doing for years. I feel like Belichick just knows how to like make AFC East teams like below average. Yeah. I don't know how, but he does it every year. Like, at least two of them are below average. Yeah, I think the scariest part this year, though, I mean, all the hype is on the Patriots offense. I think their defense might be better. I mean, you got the McCourty brothers in the back, Jamie Collins, Dante Hightower, Patrick Chung, Gilmore, like, oh. Winovich out of the draft. Yeah, Michael picked up Michael Bennett. Bennett. Yeah. yeah. This could be one of the, the better defensive units, and especially Bill Belichick's a defensive guy. So, I think, that, I think that's pretty scary. Dude, I hate them. Yeah. Like, it's gonna be a tough season. I could see fourteen wins easy. It's not. It's not fun, dude. Come on. Yeah. I want to see like the. I want to see like the Leicester City, like the Arizona Cardinals going to the Super Bowl or something like that, just out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. So two other AFC teams that I think maybe not give the Patriots a run for their money, but I think they'll be in the mix come December. Uh, the Colts and Chargers uh, played a great game in LA. Uh, yeah. I think Jacoby Brissett proved that he's like a. He's like a he's a top top twenty five quarterback in the league. I wouldn't I wouldn't call him bottom tier. Oh no, dude! I'd take him over. I'd take him over Eli or <laughs> Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco any day. Yeah, I'd take him over probably Mariota too. Honestly. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, so he he led a uh, comeback drive uh, with two minutes left in the fourth quarter, sent it to overtime. Uh, but Philip Rivers proved just to be too tough. Uh, I think the biggest storyline out of this game, though, uh, Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, kind of shoot Melvin Gordon to the side. Yeah, well, and I, I was saying this from the beginning of preseason. They Austin Eckler, when he came in, when Melvin Gordon was hurt, he put up like the exact same, same num- numbers. Yeah, exact same numbers, and he's better out of the backfield. I mean, he's elusive too. He's a hard-nosed runner. I like him a lot. Obviously. For fantasy purposes, I grabbed him in the 10th round and he put up 36 points week one. And I think he's going to stay on pace to average like at least 18, 20 points a game if you're in PPR. Like, Yeah. No, I agree with that. And yeah, I think like Eckler, what's going through your mind right now after Melvin Gordon? Because Eckler and Jackson, they they combined for like 110 yards on the ground on seven, seven yards per carry. Uh-huh. Eckler obviously had 100 yards receiving. Um, what 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 are you thinking right now if you're Melvin Gordon? Pre, please, Lord, let me get traded. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's the move. Yeah, like, and he already requested a trade, and literally, this the Chargers have said multiple times, we are not talking about contract extensions until the season's over. Yeah, Melvin Gordon. So, and this is gonna be Austin Eckler, like taking over and then Justin Jackson could also develop into a very good I agree I think so I think they, they, they're, they're fine they're safe. yeah I think if I'm the Chargers I'd bite the bullet trade Gordon for a couple picks and just run yeah. it with Eckler and Jackson uh, I'd, li- I'd like to see what he's worth because like what was it Antonio Brown traded for to Oakland it was like a not anything big it was like a like a third and a fifth or something yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and especially with his contract like, coming up, I, that you'll probably get something around that. Yeah, dude. Some team like they might just like take like a fifth or fourth round pick and just like, yeah. yeah, and like or like a two year down the road like third round pick or something like that, and yeah. just get rid of him. But I don't know. We'll see. 
Uh, I'll quickly touch on the other running back on the other side, Marlon Mack. He had the uh, most yards out of the backfield, uh, rushing the ball, 25 carries, 174 yards, and a touchdown. I think he, he's starting to creep into that that uh, top five back conversation in the league. Uh, uh, I granted, mean, that's, granted a, that's it's one week, but yeah, he he didn't he didn't come on uh, until late in the year last season because Frank Gore was plugging it up. But he averaged nearly five yards a carry when he did play. Um, I think he could go for like fourteen hundred yards this year. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty reasonable. I mean, with I mean, he has the best run blocking guard in the league. As I mean, last year with Quentin Nelson. Uh, I mean, I I could see it. I could see Fast, it. He's but... elusive. He can break tackles. He's got everything everything you want out of a running back. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I think the Colts. What the Colts taking him? I think like the third round of 2017. So, where's the UCF? Right. Uh, USF. USF. Yep. Yeah. Nine four one made. Let's go. <laughs> um, nice. All right. So we can uh, move over quickly. Talk about the Bills and the Jets. Uh, Jets yeah. can just completely choke this game away. Dude, <laughs> their their first eight points were all scored by the defense. Not even not even their kicker scored. It was just their defense. <laughs> yeah. CJ Mosley, like I said, is a beast. Tournament. That's like, what's wrong with their offense? Yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, the Bill the Bills deserved Bills, to win yeah. this game. They outgained them by over 150 uh-huh. yards. Well, and they're they're. I I will give credit to the Bills defense. The Bills defense is always above average. Always like at least you know top 12, top 15 yeah. average. But, exactly. They're always competent. The Bills defense uh-huh. never loses them. Exactly. But that, I mean, it was that that Josh Allen throw to John Brown at the end of the game was a terrible pass. Like, that was really all John Brown. Yeah. And that was, John, yeah. That was a bottom tier game for yeah. sure. I mean, Josh Allen turned the ball over four times and they still won. That tells you what you need to know about both teams, right? Yeah, there. exactly. Which is exciting because they play the Giants next week. So if, if you like, yeah. we'll, get, we'll get to that later. But. We'll get to that later, but yeah, no. I hear you. Um, uh, cruising through the AFC, um, big injury news. Nick Foles went down. Uh, what was it like? Fractured collarbone. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. If if he doesn't need surgery, he could. It's probably going to be like a six, seven week injury. If he does need, or I say he doesn't. If he does need surgery, then he's he might be out for at least to like week ten or something. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, so Gardner Minshew out of Washington State, who I was high on, uh, uh-huh. like a fourth, fifth round QB. He came in, he was 22 for 25, uh, 275 yards and TD. I think he has what it takes to, I mean, not win the Jaguars games, but it, he's, I don't think he'll lose them any games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, what was his point difference when he came in, like after Nick Foles went down? Uh, it was like probably like 14. I think they were down. They were down ten. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I mean, he was he, a minus yeah. four. He was a minus four in three quarters. Yeah, dude, and that's against that's against. I'm honestly probably second best behind the Patriots, best team in the league. I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, they're that's that's pretty. How many incompletions you have? Like three. Three on twenty-five passes. That is pretty impressive. And I mean, they got Joshua Dobbs to you know at least compete for the job, which I think is smart. That's a smart move. But yeah, I think I think they'll stick with him. He, he's going to know the offense better already, obviously, because he went through training camp with them. But exactly. We'll see. We'll see. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I'm excited too. I, I like watching uh, young quarterbacks. Uh-huh. Um, so on the other side of the ball. 
Patrick Mahomes was doing Patrick Mahomes things. Oh, Sammy Watkins was doing things that Sammy Watkins does not do. Yeah, dude, that that move on that slant, on that on the safety, dude, that was nice. That was so nice. I feel like people have been expect. So he he went for nine receptions, 198 yards, three touchdowns. People have been expecting this since he came out of Clemson. Yeah, it's like year six, maybe. Uh huh. Is, is this year he finally puts it together? Well, you also got to look at it too. What offenses was he on? He was on the Bills, and then he came over and he he put up numbers last year, but he got hurt. You know, he was dealing with injuries, and then this year, obviously, he is. This is his peak. This is his. This is his year. Obviously, Tyreek Hill's gonna. Is it, isn't he missing time? Uh, I'm not. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. With yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think him, he's going to take a lot of the receptions, him and Kelsey. And then Miko Hardman, who you know I was, I was high on all preseason. Yeah. He didn't look that good game one. So obviously he's going to take some time. He probably won't, you know, fully get into the offense until probably around like week four, week five. Yeah. So first four, re- four weeks. Like, it's going to be a lot of Sammy. Game ahead for, yeah, Sammy, dude. He's, especially fantasy purposes. Yeah. He's, he's a good, because Mahomes is, Mahomes is going to throw at least like 20. 25 passes a game maybe even more a game yeah yeah um LaShawn McCoy though just a quick touch on good game 10 carries 81 yards yeah he what looked what can you expect he looked nice I mean uh he he had the least amount of broken tackles and I think it was like the I don't was it his yards after contact that's what it was his yards after contact was the lowest in the league and that's something to watch out for because yeah he's O-line is pretty nice but um I mean, we'll see. He he looked nice in the Andy Reid offense. I will say. Yeah, he did. Uh, um, definitely. Was he was he there when Reid was in Philadelphia? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think, got, I think he got traded the year after Andy Reid was gone. Yeah, Chip Kelly's the one who traded him the year okay. after Andy Reid left for Kiko. All right. So moving on to the NFC, uh, talk NFC East: Eagles, Redskins. Um, Redskins were just dominating early. What was the score at one point? It was like... It was 17-0, I think. 17-0, yeah. Um, and then Carson Wentz looked like uh, his MVP year in what was that, 2017? Yeah. Was uh, it? Yeah, two years ago. Yeah, he played well. Just led the Eagles full steam back. Uh, I think the Eagles are going to be good this year. Really good. Yeah, I, I think so too. And that, that tends to happen a lot for... Um, Eagles, I feel like they just they start off slow in games and then they just pick it up because I think they know they're so much better than a lot of teams. And I think Redskins, I I was really surprised at the start of the game. I was like, wow, I didn't think Case Keenum with all these no-name or unproven players was going to do this well. Yeah, but I, I don't think the Redskins are as bad as people think and I don't think the Eagles are as good as people think. Okay, yeah. I don't, th- I don't, think, I don't think they'll end up winning the NFC East. I think the Cowboys are... I agree with that too, and the Redskins have a lot of talent on defense. Oh yeah, no, they're they're a good quarterback away from being like a one team. Well, also too, didn't Malik Jackson just get hurt too as well? Uh, yeah, for the Eagles, DT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's uh, a big injury like that. He's out for the year too, like a big injury like like that. Even though he wasn't on the team last year, like it's just that it's a psychological like oh snap, that's one less player. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Which it could it could start something, but I mean, they they are so good on both sides of the ball. And D Jack too, he's back. Yeah, he's back in a big way. Mm-hmm. 
Eight catches, 154 yards, two touchdowns. Dude, every um, year I'm like this for fantasy. I'm like, no way. It's like yeah, same. John Jackson, he's done. And then even on the Bucks, dude, with Jameis and Fitzpatrick down to him, he's yeah. getting these 50, 60 yard touchdowns. But and I, I mean, I say the same thing as you. I, I, I feel like he, it's kind of obviously what he put up on Sundays, unsustainable. I, I still don't oh, yeah. feel like he's gonna be, be that great though. Uh-huh. Well, also too, he. He's he knows offense more than JJ Arcega Whiteside, who I think is gonna you know step up. And then also too, Wentz wasn't throwing to the ball to Ertz really that much. So um yeah, Alshon, I think Alshon he probably had like he probably had a good amount of receptions. Yeah, I think he had like five or six. Yeah, and a touchdown. Um but yeah, and they still haven't really incorporated Miles Sanders into the offense too as well. He wasn't getting that many touches. And then what about Darius Geis, man? Dude, that's a um, – yeah. He didn't play well, and then he got injured. Uh, it's looking like it's going to be a couple weeks, not anything major. Uh-huh. A little knee yeah. confusion, but – Dude, I, I really do think the Redskins are going to finish very poorly, especially if, like – because look at Trent – was it Trent Williams? And then um, yeah. also to Sua Cravens who left it and went to the Broncos. Both of them are saying, you know, right around the same things about the Redskins organization. Yeah, like so, uh huh. And they lost they lost a game like that, but they did look nice for a little bit. Yeah. Than that. I mean, if, everyone- If they keep losing, it could go really downhill, but also too, they finished like seven and nine, nine and seven the past like six seasons, it feels like. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, they're always kind of in that like, seven uh win range uh but i mean everyone no one likes dan snyder like no redskins fans like dan snyder as the owner so yeah i mean it's kind of a top-down issue i feel like jay uh-huh. Gruden is firmly on the hot seat he's been there a while and really hasn't done much uh-huh yeah exactly well and their whole team is just filled with like dudes that just hate the giants yeah they got norman uh Landon Collins, Eric Flowers, uh, Dwayne Haskins. I guess you could say we passed up on Montez Sweat. Like, yeah. they got a lot of dudes that are, have bad blood with the Giants too. Yeah. So. Speaking of that, um, uh, Cowboys Giants game, 35-17 final. Giants look nice on their first drive. It's really nice because that's all Eli does. The first drive, last two minutes of the half. Maybe the first drive of the third quarter of the last two minutes of the fourth quarter. Yeah. It's like he just like just brain farts and like during the middle of the game, like he's like, I don't really know. It's like I don't. We gotta give the ball to Saquon. Like, I don't know why we. I know, it. dude. And I th- I'm pretty sure. Um, check me if I'm wrong on this. He had that one yard. I think that that one like it was like what like 50 yard gain he had. Yeah. He went untouched for like the first. You know, like 15, yeah. 20 no, yards. That was never that. happened. That yeah. never happened. And I'm tired of people saying that y'all line the issue. The y'all line's the issue. No, it's Eli's mobility, his immobility, yeah. and his inaccuracy. Because that showed, dude, there's on that fourth and one, he was running. Uh, he could have easily, like, him and Va- uh, uh, Van Der Esch, where it was like a run for the first down. Any other quarterback even a halfway like mobile quarterback even like Drew Brees could have picked that up but Eli like stopped like probably like five feet before yeah. like he actually should have it just took one it would take one lunge just one yeah exactly half lunge and you're over uh-huh and I'm tired I'm tired of seeing him play dude Daniel Jones 
at least put Daniel Jones in because we know we will have a, at least a chance. Because with Eli, it's proven he is gone. He's done, dude. He's done. He needs to get out of there. Yeah, he, he's way behind in the time. Though. Yeah, I mean, and the funny thing is too is like you look at the box score, and if you didn't watch the game, box score doesn't look bad. He had a ninety-five or ninety-five <laughs> quarterback rating. Dude, it's over three check down after check down after check okay. down after check down after check down. Uh, the st- what was the stat? He had three passes of over twenty yards the whole game, and one of them was a hail mary at the end of the half. Like that is pitiful, dude. Yeah. That is so bad. You're not gonna move the ball downfield like that. You're not even gonna get field goals out of it. Like that is terrible. And really, dude, he has. If you put Daniel Jones in, Daniel Jones would make this offense look very nice, especially with that O line and how he looked in the preseason. Like, I think the Giants are just keeping Eli in for like a few get. Like, yeah, yeah. But dude, but the thing also, is, like, they're gonna they're gonna keep him in until until we're like one and four, and then it's like fuck. This I know. It's over. Well, it's it sucks too because we play the Bills, the Bucks, and then I think the Redskins. The Redskins, yeah. And those are three teams that are I think are easily gonna finish under five hundred. Yeah, so they're beatable. So those those are big wins that you need to win if you want to, you know, because starting out three and one versus like. You know, one and three, one and three, or zero oh and four, even because that's how the pe- previous two seasons have started. Yeah, like I don't know, man. And I know, I know it's going to take some time because our defense—that's the other question. The defense, the defense looks look like atrocious. I, I will say, BJ Hill looked nice. Dexter Lawrence looked nice. Our we're we always have very nice um, run stop. You know, Damian Harris yeah. too. Um, There's just but, so many breakdowns in the secondary. It's yeah, like, dude. Antoine, Antoine uh, Bethea looked so bad. Yeah. So bad. And Antonio Hamilton looked so bad, too. And we have Corey Ballantine and Julian Love are both rookies. But I think both might be pretty nice. They obviously need time to develop. DeAndre Baker, too. Yeah, he had given gets- up a touchdown all of college. All of college didn't give up a touchdown. Yeah. And then Amari yeah. Cooper was working him. Dusting him. Gallup too, dusting them. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with the young corners. It takes time. Yeah. Like, these uh, guys have talent, but you can't expect them uh-huh. to play right now. And that's why, like, guys like Bethay and Jabril Peppers have to step up who have been in the league. Uh-huh. Help exactly. Out. But Bethay exactly. played, like, absolute garbage. Uh-huh. And you can't say, oh, he, he's new to the team. Oh, well, James Betcher was his coach all his whole time in, like, or for a period Arizona. of time in Arizona. Yeah, exactly. And then also, too, we did not address the rush, the edge rush at all. O'Shane Zimenez could be, he could be good, could be, but he's also a small school player. And then Lorenzo Carter, third round pick last year, he looked nice, but he still needs time to develop. Like we didn't, we, I granted this is the best line in the league without a doubt on the Cowboys side. We didn't, I don't think we had a single pressure the whole game. And that's been... That's been the like the case for the past I think yeah. two three years, man. Yeah. And it's 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 shown there that defense is looking exactly. very. Bad. I mean, you, you look to the two Super Bowls in the past twelve years, and it all started uh-huh. with the front four. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah. OC Strahan, Tuck, JPP. Yeah. Every, yeah. Everything started up front. So uh-huh. the only yeah. one bright spot, Evan Ingram, though. I think look good. Yeah, he's 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 about to have a top three tight end finish. I I believe I believe he looked very nice. Yeah, very nice. and Shep just got a concussion. He probably won't play next week, so that's even more targets Not for great. him. Yeah. yeah, I know. So, and I mean, 
Eli's just gonna check it down to him or throw like tight end screens where he can like make a play on it because that's all he does. So, yeah. so but say Saquon only touched the ball 15 times. It's I think it's gonna be like 25 next week. Oh yeah, no, without a doubt. He had an average Pat, 11 yards a carry. Yeah, exactly. And Pat Sher- Pat Shermer said like it's all about how the game goes is how you call the plays and how you do this, that, and this. And it just wasn't in favor for you know Saquon to get touches. I know that sounds weird, but if you're watching the game like. And granted, too, Eli just, oh, my God, dude. I, I Check down after check down, man. Yeah. It is so bad. He is so bad. Never He rarely steps up in the pocket. It's just, and I don't, I don't know, man. I, I yeah. I think, but I, yeah, I, yeah, I think a lot of it's on the defense. So the defense looks so bad. Like, uh-huh. Cowboys turn to their backup quarterback midway through the fourth quarter. Like, come on. Yeah, dude. Well, dude, also, too, I haven't even talked about the Cowboys. I think I I, I hate the Cowboys with all my heart, like, so much. I yeah. fucking hate Zeke. I don't know how he's still doing that eating bullshit. Yeah. Just, it's just so fucking – but they are top to bottom one of the best teams in the league as far as talent goes. Dak Prescott, I know our secondary is trash, but – if he continues that against like the Eagles or against, you know, obviously Eagles secondary is a little questionable, but that O line is really reviving them. Travis Frederick's coming back, really helping them out. Yeah, uh, they they you gotta are, give credit where credits due. Yeah, exactly. And then that defense too. That defense is going to be a top defense in the league. Um, yeah, got a like, lot of young talent. Yeah, Xavier Woods, Byron Jones, Shadobi Awuzie, Dexter Lawrence, uh, Jalen Smith, Leighton Vander Esch, two of the best linebackers in the league. Have them on the same team. Uh, Jeff Heath, like they're, <laughs> uh, oh my God, I'm scared. Taco Charlton even hasn't developed either. You can make the case for that, but dude, this is, let's see, yeah. Cowboys play the Redskins and Dolphins next two weeks. Yeah, it's three so, uh-huh. And then they have the the big test will be primetime game in New Orleans. That'll be a test. And then they also play the Jets, Lions, Bills, and Redskins again. And then obviously Giants again. But we're going to win, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. But, yeah, it's a, it's a favorable schedule. Um, uh, you, dude, I'm, I'm so pissed. They're so good. I hate it. This could be this could be a run for them. I think. But yeah. It's NFC's cut pretty wide open. Yeah, very wide open. And I think I think the Eagles the Eagles are they're good. They're, they have the talent. They have the coaching. I just ah, fuck. I hate yeah. saying it, dude. I hate saying it. Yeah, I hear you. All right, let's move on to uh, another NFC matchup: the uh, Rams and Panthers. Uh, good game. Came down to the wire, three point game. Uh-huh. Um, it, pretty sloppy teams play. Looked a little shaky, though. Yeah, pretty it sloppy was, it play. Was the cleanest game. Yeah, Jared Jared Goff did not look that good. He did not look that good. I, no. yeah, he. We yeah, threw for less less than two hundred yards. Yeah, had it. Did he even have a passing touchdown? Uh, he had one touchdown, one pick. One interception. Yeah, uh, that is. On the other side, Cam had had no touchdowns. Uh, cause for concern. Christian McCaffrey went off though. Most uh, yeah, nice total yards from scrimmage: two, two hundred and nine, uh, two total touchdowns. Yeah. Touches. That's the thing. That's what we got to give Saquon twenty nine touches. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 
Chris McCaffrey, do you see what he did with 29 touches? He had two, over 200 yards and two touchdowns. Well, they have a halfway competent quarterback, which is saying something something because that quarterback's Cam Newton. But yeah, <sighs> yeah you just got to give him the ball. Uh, Todd Gurley, 14 carries. Uh, Malcolm Brown played a lot too and a lot early. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's ahead of Daryl Henderson. A lot of people were very high on Daryl Henderson to get touches in that backfield, but I mean, he looked. You know, pretty nice, and they were right. Todd, they really did limit Todd Gurley's touches. How many carries? Yeah, it? Yeah. 14, 14, 14 carries. Yeah, dude, he was, he was he was carrying the ball like 20, 25 times a game last year. Yeah. A ridiculous amount. And, like, that's that's what they should be giving them, like, right around, like, 15. Yeah, 16. I agree. That's going to – especially when uh, you got Malcolm Brown in. Yeah, Prospect of Henderson, yeah. Yeah, um, with that O-line, too, so – Cooper Cup came back, looked pretty good. He had seven catches on ten targets. Uh, yeah, I'm, special, I'm, but yeah, I'm I'm very high on Cooper Cup. I think I think he might finish a top ten fantasy wide receiver this year. If you know, because I, I think I really do think Cooks or Woods, one of them has to fall off. Like they, yeah. I don't think it's sustainable for the three of them. Yeah, well, yeah. the Rams just have so much, so many mouths to feed. That's yeah, tough, true. To, tough for one of them to to break away. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I I think the Rams are. I don't know if they're a Super Bowl team again, but I think they're one of the better NFC NFC squads. Yeah, I border. I'd say borderline uh, playoff team, honestly. Really? Well, just because they're gonna have to fight for a wild card spot, I believe. And then because I think I think the Seattle Seahawks are like. I mean, we can talk about that. You, you, I, their week one performance was was not oh terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. But that's that's Russell Wilson though. If he can get, if he can in the first four weeks, if he can go two and two, amazing. He'll win the next like you know seven games because he play he he really does start off slow every year. Yeah, and I mean, but dude, the the Bengals, dude. Yeah, Bengals like, at home too. Like, come on, yeah, Russ. They, they got you got torched by Andy Dalton. Maybe yeah. Dalton had the, the most many yards. Uh, from a quarterback this week at 418. John Ross, who's just been atrocious his first two seasons, went off for 160. Well, he, he last year proved that he's a touchdown machine because a third of his receptions were touchdowns. So he yeah. had 21 receptions and seven touchdowns. Yeah. He had two, what do you have? He had three? He had two touchdowns, seven receptions. But that's the thing. How are you letting John Ross catch the ball seven times? Like, when he yeah. does catch it, it's going to be like on like a on a fly because it's pretty. Yeah. Good. Well, and two, you also got you also got to think. You also got to think. Well, they do have a new head coach, John Ross. Also, too, was the seventh overall pick. Yeah. So maybe this who was their last coach, uh, Marvin Harris. Mar- Marvin Lewis, I mean. Yeah. 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 So I mean. Yeah, Zach. Maybe t- it's Zach younger, is younger head. So. Yeah. But John Ross looked nice. Tyler Boyd too. Tyler Boyd too. I was yeah. very high on him. Um, and dude, they're only getting AJ, they're getting AJ Green back midseason. They did lose uh, Joe Mixon mid game. Um, I don't think the Bengals are are making any noise this year. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Am I as high as on the Seahawks as you are? They, they average less than three yards a carry. Rest for a for a team that's supposed to be a power run team, like. Yeah, and who knows? I could be, I could be eating my words. Russ could just have a, a very down year, but I mean, I, I have faith in Russell Wilson. He's still an elite quarterback in yeah, my I agree. eyes. I agree. Uh, Tyler Lockett's nice. I don't. Will Disley, I thought was going to do well, but he went down with injury. I'm pretty sure. 
I think the Doug Baldwin loss is going to be way bigger than yeah, you. Huge, Tyler yeah. Lockett is not a number one. Yeah, and well, I think the cap looked good, but DK did look very nice too. But also too, they're they're a very run heavy team. Rashad Penny's coming off coming into year two. Chris Carson's look, looking very nice. Yeah, but um, that's the thing. They're a run heavy team. They average less than three yards a carry. The O line look awful. That's yeah, I mean that's that's all that's always been the case though too, and that's something they really have never addressed. And like they're kind of like. I don't know. Pete Carroll always. The Seahawks are going to be between eight and ten wins. I think they're. Yeah, you say that. Yeah, I I could see that, but I still think. I mean, I don't know, dude. The Rams, the Rams, could just stay winning games, but I, I really, I the Seahawks are the better team, but it would not really surprise me if the Rams had a better record, to say, just because. Uh, Seahawks always start off slow. Yeah, I agree. They always start off slow. All right, moving on to the uh, Bucks and Niners. Uh, I think it's over for Jameis Winston. He looked absolutely awful. Even I know, uh, even with the Bruce under, Arians offense. Yeah, Bruce Arians, uh, three picks. They're just bad interceptions. Um, Dude, if you look at his mechanics compared to like Mahomes or Rodgers or even Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it is so bad, man. He's and I don't know because he he's a football-minded guy. Like he just doesn't know. You got to have a guy that knows how to like turn it on, how to lead a team. He doesn't. Yeah, he's not a great leader. I think the Bucks are are going to struggle this season. Uh, and that, uh, I mean, Mike Evans will be a bright spot. If Ronald Jones continues to play yeah. well, that'll be another bright spot. Uh, and they, OJ Howard, too, should be nice. And yeah. Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin. Yeah, I got him in my league. But the, but the 49ers played awful. The only reason they won the game is because Jameis threw three picks. Yeah, and, and a pick kept, six. Yeah, they kept getting the ball in plus territory. Yeah. Um, I'm not that high on the 49ers either. I'm not either. Yeah, no. Uh, I... I See the thing is with Patri- people that play on the Patriots at any position, they're gonna automatically have like very good numbers because they're under a good coaching staff and like you know a good overall team. Like Jimmy Garoppolo, obviously some team is gonna pay him a lot of money because people are desperate for quarterbacks. But I know it's early. I know it's early, but I really don't. I'm not high on him at all. Yeah, I'm really not. I feel that. And, and the the team overall is just so young. They got screwed over with Solomon Thomas. You have to, like, because if you're taking third overall, that player needs to be, like, elite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I think both of those teams are, are going to be very average this year. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, finally, last NFC matchup before we get into the Monday night games. Uh, Detroit and Arizona. Uh, Detroit was up 24-6. Obviously, uh they were going to pick up a uh, first down to seal the game. They picked it up, but they called a timeout right before. Matt Stafford was pissed off. He kind of, he was screaming, trust me, trust me on the sidelines. Uh, Stafford in general had a good game, threw for 385, three touchdowns, limited zero turnovers. Or he fumbled at once, zero interceptions. Um, obviously, TJ ha- uh, Hawkinson, yeah. Danny Amendola, two new additions, looked very good. Uh, but that was just a choke by the Lions. Big choke job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, give some credit to Kyler Murray. I know I know you won't because he's an OU. Well, so so uh, in the first half, he looked awful. In the second he half, he looked really good. Uh, so well, I think he's just going to be – I think he's going to be inconsistent all year. Uh, he's a big – he's a big play – quarterback 
So there are going to be games like this where he storms back. Or there, there. I, I bet there will be a game or two this year where like the Cardinals uh, throw up numbers in the 40s just because Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. He's a big. Oh yeah. No, it's There's also going to be games where he throws four interceptions. Um. um I mean, he's it, he 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 is a rookie. I don't think he'll throw four interceptions. He had one interception last game. Okay. He had one interception. Uh, he threw the ball 54 times. That's not advantageous. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. they're down. So uh, you kind of had to, but I think yeah, if the well, Cardinals want any semblance of of, of winning this year, uh, you got to give it to David Johnson more often. Uh, yeah, I'd agree. But how how can you give it to him when you have one of the worst O lines in the league though, and they yeah. had, didn't address the pro- that problem at all? They instead took what three wide receivers of the draft when you already had Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald. Like that's what you like. That teams don't realize. I feel like that you need to take like. No lineman every single draft, like fifth, sixth round, like just to yeah. even like plug just and play, try to develop because they're they're so lowly like ranked. Yeah, but, just to keep the depth going. Yeah, exactly. But and they just they didn't address that problem, and it shows that Kyler Murray needs to have pass protection to throw these accurate passes downfield because yeah. he's very accurate downfield. And if they can do that, I think this offense could be very good. And then their defense. Obviously, they held them down into the fourth quarter, but uh, their defense really doesn't have any big-name players for Yeah, no, I think the Cardinals are – I mean, I think a tie is huge for them. I don't think they're winning more than four games this year. So, to be able to walk out of week one uh, – Down 18 in the fourth quarter, too. Didn't score a whole touchdown the whole game. Yeah, uh, I think that's huge. Definitely uh, some solid momentum to take into week two, but – I think the Cardinals are going to be one of the worst teams in the league yet again. Yeah, I'd agree. Well, and then, I mean, it takes it takes at least two, three years usually for coaches, new, new coaches to like, you know, yeah. get the players they want and get the program and chemistry right. And so it might take, you know, one to two years because they do need like an edge rush. They do need a left tackle. They do need, you know. They need a lot of things. Yeah, they do. But, I mean, and you can address this through free agency. You can address this through the draft. And it's going to take some time. But I really, I think they, they could at least get like five, maybe six wins this year. Obviously still a bottom tier team. But hopefully, hopefully, Kyler. Hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so moving on to the Monday night games. Uh, one of the games of the weekend, Saints-Texans. Saints look really slow in the first half. Uh, Drew Brees turned it into gear. Uh, Will Lutz hit a 47-yarder with 50 seconds left to put the Saints up six. Deshaun Watson, 13 seconds later, two passes, a 43-yarder to uh, um, DeAndre Hopkins, and a 37-yard touchdown pass to Kenny Stills. And Houston took the lead. Uh, Unfortunately, it was just a little bit too much time, and Will Lutz hit a career-long 58-yard field goal to uh, win the game for the Saints. But I think both these teams are in a good position. I think these are two playoff teams that we watch. Oh, yeah. No, no, without a doubt. I think – I know I said I was very high on the Jags, but I (laughs) – and I don't want to change my pick, but if Nick Foles is out for a significant amount of time, the Texans easily have that division, I believe – Especially after last night's performance, Deshaun Watson is easily will be in the elite level of quarterbacks if he can stay healthy. Laramie Tunsil and Titus Howard also did play in their first ever game uh, with the offense. Laramie Tunsil was like traded like a few weeks before. Yeah. Um, that wide receiving core is 
very nice. I, Kiki QT didn't even play at all, and he's and that just shows how deep they are. Yeah, they're deep. Johnson Jr. and Carlos Hyde too are you know, don't 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 do the job. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't think uh, I don't think I think this division is going to be a dogfight between the Colts, Titans, and Texans. Uh, I think they're going to be until December. They're all going to be down to the wire. And that's that's usually how it is with this, this division, with, I yeah. feel like. But give some credits to the Jags, man. Come on. I know I know that defense could be in shambles here soon if Miles Jack and Jalen Ramsey don't turn out. Right. Well, I guess I'm not going to get – I don't think – I didn't think the Jags had a chance to win the division to start. And now that Nick Foles is out – I think there's no chance they win the division, especially with the way all three of the other teams look. Granted, the Texans and Colts lost, but the Texans and Colts lost to two really good teams on the road right at the end of the game, one in overtime. And then the Titans beat a team that many were predicting to go to the Super Bowl by 30 points. So I just don't think the Jags are, are, are going to be competitive, especially with the backup quarterback and the talent this division has. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, all right. We'll see. The final uh, game of the weekend, Broncos Raiders, was not a great game. I, I mean, it finished as one position. Yeah. Well, do, I, the Raiders looked very, very good. Raiders like, are good. Very good. I I think that's a very good sign because <laughs> John Jonathan Abram, he looked he looked yeah. like Jonathan Abram. I mean, oh my gosh! Yeah, he is legit. Except he did kind of like snap that dude's neck on accident. It happens. Um, doesn't matter when in there. Hard hitting. <laughs> yeah, at least he's getting uh, in there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Josh Jacobs looked very good too, and Colin Farrell too. They all three had, I'd say, at least like an A minus B plus game. Yeah. So, and what's that to say? Derek Carr too looked very good. Yeah, Derek Carr looked good. Uh, Darren Waller too. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's a guy. It's not not often do you see someone like that you don't really know on hard knocks, and then they actually like, go out and perform yeah. well. But seven well, catches, seventy yards. Yeah, dude. I didn't. I don't think so. In our fantasy draft, I didn't draft a tight end until what was it? I think like the fourteenth, thirteenth round, something like that. I took Mike Jasicki. I was like, I'm just gonna stream. <laughs> and then I saw Darren Waller, and then hard knocks. They kept saying, man, they're like. He is very hard to cover. He's like a hybrid. He's not like, you know, your typical tight end size, but also a little bit bigger than the rest of the, you know, wide receivers. Yeah. It's like a wide receiver playing tight end. Yeah, exactly. That, and that's what the that's what the new breed of tight end really is with, you know, Kelsey, Ingram, yeah. I guess Ertz and Kittle are borderline, but, you know, that's where the NFL, that's the direction the NFL is going in. He could be very good this year. What did he yeah, put up? Yeah. He put up like what nine plus receptions? Maybe? Seven catches, seventy yards. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. He looked good. Derek Carr looked good. Definitely a good sign for the Raiders in year two yeah. under Gruden, uh-huh. uh, just to get it going. Um, so yeah, any, any other big storylines you want to touch on from from week one? Uh, um, Broncos, you got Broncos fans. You guys should be, you guys should be praying for first overall pick. That's another storyline. I should. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Get a quarterback in there. I think Drew Locke will see the field quicker than many expected. Uh huh. All right. Well, do you want to go through your power rankings? Yeah, quick uh, top five power rankings. Um, so I, I had the Saints at five. Obviously, they were a couple yards away from losing that game. Uh-huh. But the Texans are a good team. Uh, they handled their business. 
So I got them at five. I get the Ravens at four. Uh, might be a little bit of an overreaction just because of the 49-point win against the Dolphins. But everything everything looked nice. The offense looked nice. The defense looked nice. There's really nothing bad you can say about that Ravens performance. Um, I know, you probably won't like this one. I got the Rams at three. I'm still high on the Rams. They have some of the best skill talent in the league. Uh, with Sean McVay at the head, he's going to be able to get the ball where it needs to be. Uh, the defense won't be as strong as it was last year. But I think the Rams are still an 11-win team. Um, then I have the Chiefs at two. Handled their business against the Jags. Mahomes looked awesome. Yeah. Hawkins looked awesome. Um, and then obviously, I think undisputed Patriots at one. Um, yep. Yeah. Top five offense, the top five defense. Uh huh. And they're on a path for February. No doubt. No doubt. I have the exact same one and two. Uh, and it could flip flop throughout the year, just yeah, easy, yeah, week by week basis. But that Chiefs defense looks legit, looks better than last year. Um, Tyron Matthews looks very nice, yeah, he looks fast. Um, Chris Jones is still keeping up with it. Um, was it Kenny Clark too out on the edge? They got a few name other players, I forgot. Um, Frank Clark, yeah, Frank Clark, Frank Clark, that's right. Uh, Kenny Clark's on the Packers. Um, but yeah, same one and two at three. I have the Saints. I I know you had them at what was it fifth? Five, yeah. Um, I agree. They're, they're top. They got to be yeah. top five now. Yeah. Well, they they address. They got was it Nick Easton? Easton? Yeah, Nick Easton from the Vikings. You know, he's a top at least ten guard in the league. They drafted Eric McCoy second round, and Drew Brees obviously is not mobile. He picks apart his defense. Last year had a, almost a 75% completion percentage. Had, I think, 74.4% completion percentage on Monday night. The O-line's going to protect him. He's going to pass it. Michael Thomas, he has the weapons. They're going to be nice at four. You know how I am on the Cowboys. I'm not even going to touch up on it. Yep. So, Kellen Moore looks like a legit offensive coordinator, too, as well. But they full steam ahead for the Cowboys have an easy schedule, like I said. And then at five, something never before seen here at SQ Sports. I got a tie at five All right. uh, with the Texans and the Vikings. Okay. You know, I, like I know that. I'm a little high. I'm a little early um, on the Vikings bandwagon, but yeah. I think they do have the talent, and this team was in the NFC Championship game two years ago. Obviously, okay. should have been the Saints. Uh, sorry, Vikings fan or Saints fans. Uh, four years straight, you guys lose on playoff defeat yeah, uh, very bad way but yeah I Texans too as well like I said Kenny Stills Laramie Tunsil and, and Titus Howard if they can all get on page uh, I, it looks like j- losing Jadavion Clowney was not that big of a deal yeah agreed they're, they will be nice as well so I think all, all of these teams without a doubt should be making the playoffs Vikings only borderline other five without a doubt will yeah. be making I think the Vikings could, yeah, easily be a top five team. I just want to see a little more consistency out of Cousins, but by by week four, if he's still putting up uh, like no picks a game and he's yeah. edging well, offense, it's it's his second year, second year in his offense in this offense, and obviously he did put up uh, you know career numbers. He had the most amount of touchdowns out of his in his career with thirty, least amount of interceptions with ten, highest completion completion percentage with seventy percent i'm and like i said two best record he's or tied for the best record he's ever had at eight seven and one i think this could be a big year i think it could be yeah you know, that 
but I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right, so that's our uh, week one recap. We're going to be coming back every Tuesday. Uh, come back next week with, with some more segments instead of just talking over all the games. Um, but, yeah, so we'll, we'll, be, we'll be back every Tuesday of the NFL season, uh, bringing you about an hour-long pod, just chopping it up, seeing what, saying what we like, what we didn't like. Um, and, yeah, just glad NFL football is back. Let's do it. Let's, Let's go. It. Something quality. Let's get it. Let's go. SQ Sports. All right, we're out. See you in a week.